Welcome back, Rams. I'm Diana Silva. And I'm Kate Galliford. To culminate our summer series, we've decided to sharpen our pencils, fill up our coffee mugs, and stock up on those notebooks for this upcoming semester. We had FCLC student Julie Rinaldi come on and tell us about her excitement in the upcoming semester, what the new normal will be like, and tips on how to successfully live that college life. We also have a top 10 back to school tips countdown. We're so excited to be back in person and can't wait to see everyone on campus for the new school year. This is Retrospect, the official podcast of the Fordham Observer. We've invited FCLC psychology student Julia Rinaldi to talk about the excitement about the semester, back to school tips, and what it's like to suddenly wake up and be a junior. Julia, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very excited. With this semester being fully in person at full capacity, I'm sure it's brought excitement to students to be able to learn normally once again. What are the excitements you have about this new semester that you didn't have about last fall? Well, last fall, obviously I was home. Like we kind of had the option to go back, but as was online, I was all at home. So it was kind of like antisocial. So I'm excited to kind of go in almost as a freshman again. It kind of feels like I'm going in for the first time again, but without like the nervousness of, you know, being unfamiliar with the campus and being a freshman. So it's kind of like the same excitement as the first time, but you know, without kind of the negatives of that. So I'm really excited. No, yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what it's like to be on campus again. You haven't been on campus since the pandemic, like since the day we got. I think it was literally like March 9th. So Fordham has discussed the new mask mandate as well as the vaccine policies. What are your thoughts on these mandates? And do you think it will solidify this upcoming school year into being relatively a normal year for the most part? I really hope so. I'm happy that they put the mask mandate out because without it, I don't know. I just feel like I I just feel like the most they can do to have it be a normal year, like they should do the most that they can. I am curious, though, how it's going to work with no like hybrid option, because, you know, obviously, even though everyone's vaccinated and and we'll all be wearing masks, there's still a risk that I think we can't really ignore. So, I mean, hopefully no one gets COVID. But you know, if that does happen, I'm curious, you know, how the university will handle that, having to miss class and all that. So I'm not sure if we're going to stay fully in person. But I really, I really hope we do. I'm happy that they put as many mandates kind of as possible. It's nice to see that Fordham is taking these precautions, not just for the students, but for the staff as well, just to minimize as much contact as possible. And I think it's important for students as well to put in their part to maintain that relative normally school year that we wanted to have so much. Yeah, I totally agree. And I'm really happy that, you know, they put the mask mandate out, even though, you know, hopefully I'd I'd think that even without the mandate, my fellow students would kind of, you know, take it upon themselves to wear a mask, just, you know, to show we all really care. But now that, you know, they mandated it, there's kind of no worry that people won't be following that. So I'll feel a lot more comfortable. No, definitely. The comfort aspect is definitely important. We want students to feel as comfortable as possible coming back to campus and just feel good about going back to school and not having to have this fear in the back of your mind. So students will be either commuting or living in the city, whether it's on campus or off campus. I know that freshman year, you stayed on campus until we got sent home, of course. And now as a junior, you're going to go back into the city, but you're going to be living off campus. What do you anticipate is going to be the most difficult part of this transition? And what tips can you give to students who will be living away from home with roommates? This is like really specific, but 
something that I think will be difficult, you know, from dorming versus living off campus now is I don't have those underground tunnels anymore at Lincoln Center. You know, uh, they connect all the dorm buildings to the classrooms underground. So freshman year, it's like even if when it's pouring rain, you know, I can wear my cute little outfit, go into the tunnels and it was all good. Um, now I actually have to go outside, which is annoying, but I guess normal, you know. Um, so I had to get a waterproof backpack and everything. So that's probably going to be the most difficult part. But everything else I think will be pretty normal because I personally am not living that far away. You know, it's just a subway commute. It's nothing crazy. For people who are living on campus, though, with roommates, especially for the first time, I would say it's, you know, a really useful tool in a way, which is kind of a weird way to describe it. But, you know, you go on campus for the first time, especially if you don't know anybody, which I'm sure a lot of people don't. Uh, it's kind of like your first built-in friend. And it's really good. You don't really have to go through it alone because, you know, you're in the same boat as everyone else. Um, you end the day with these people. You can kind of talk about your thoughts and how you're handling school so far. It's just kind of a good way to get comfortable, especially talking to other people. I just think the most important thing with roommates is communication. As long as you have good you know, communication with your roommates, even if you're not best friends, you'll totally be fine and really not as like awkward or scary as you think it's going to be. Also, being from like the great state of New Jersey, I feel like I almost can't give that great of advice, especially, you know, if you're kind of dorming for the first time and you're homesick because um, I was so close to home, you know, it was kind of easy for me to go do that. But for people who you know, are living on campus, but have a home kind of close, I would say like, don't feel weird about going home. Some people feel like they'd be missing out if they, you know, they visit home, they, they go home a certain weekend. I would say don't feel weird about that. It can almost help the transition. So you spoke a little bit about being comfortable with your roommates and kind of just slowly dipping into that new pool of friends. And it's hard enough to meet new people in a familiar environment, let alone completely a different setting with like hundreds of new people. How did you accommodate that in your freshman year? And what are tips that you can give new students to make new friends? I would say, just like I kind of said before, you have to remember that everyone is in the exact same boat. You know, like if you go in not knowing anyone and you're nervous to meet people, so are like the hundreds of people in your grade. You know, everyone's thinking the same thing. Everyone wants to make friends. And just like I'm sure any of you would appreciate someone just coming up to you saying hi, you know, everyone would appreciate that. I would say don't feel awkward to do that you know, don't feel weird. You know, I met one of my best friends in just one of my classes. I was just like, hello, you know, you like, you just got to start the conversation because that's the hardest part. Um, and really like, it's so much more simple than you think it's going to be. Just like talk to people. College classes can be overwhelming and packed, making it difficult for students to get used to the new workload. What are tips that you've learned these past couple of semesters that have been helpful in managing your workload? I would say kind of my number one piece of advice would be to utilize the weekdays. Don't waste your Tuesday doing nothing. You know, if you get as much done as you can during the week and in college, especially you have so much kind of downtime in between classes and such, um, really make use of that time. And then your weekends will be a lot freer than you think. Like it's really, it's really not that hard to kind of um, work really hard during the week to have kind of a stress, a more stress-free weekend. And also I think some people kind of learn to do this in high school, some and then people who don't maybe a little overwhelmed in college, but just knowing that you don't have to go hard on every single thing in every single class, which kind of sounds 
counterproductive, but learn what you have to put a lot of work into and what you can just kind of skim through to get by in class. Not saying be lazy, but sometimes, you know, you don't have to read every single thing, especially, you know, if you know you'll go over in class the next day with your professor and that will be helpful. Just kind of don't overly stress about things that don't need to be overly stressed about. I would say that's kind of a better way to reword it. Learn, you know, what you can get by doing. Um, to do your best. And then you can put more effort into things that need more effort. It's kind of a balance, I would say like that. I definitely agree about the compensation part. It, you don't need to read everything. Here's a fun way to make a friend too. Um, turn around to the person behind you in a class and just be like, hey, want to split the textbook? Because really sharing is caring. And also definitely take advantage of going to college in New York City. Like if you really feel stressed or overwhelmed and you just don't like doing schoolwork, romanticize it. Like go to Central Park and read the book. You know, go to like a cute little bookshop and do your homework. Like you can really make it seem a little better than it's especially the location that we're living at. What are your thoughts on office hours? I, I have mixed feelings about mm -hmm. talking to professors on the low. I know I personally am very much of on my own. I like doing stuff on my own. I hate asking questions. I, it makes me uncomfortable. I, I kind of like just figuring things out, which is good, but it's also really bad because if I'm confused, I'm not going to end up clarifying yeah. that issue. So what are your thoughts on office hours and, and how to use that to your advantage? I am kind of the same way. Like, I really don't like to ask for help, especially, you know, if it involves taking time out of your day to walk all the way down there, you know, um, for like a quick question. So I kind of feel the same way. I've been trying to get out of that. But I would say if I can make like one recommendation, and this is from someone who really does not like going to office hours, I would say for each one of your classes, show up to office hours once, at least once, even if it's, you know, in the beginning of the semester to say hi to introduce yourself, because that will really help in the long run. A lot of professors like to show that you care. So I would say, you know, if it's nearing kind of the middle or the end of the semester and you haven't made your way down there, think of something, right? Like make up a question and just go down there and show face. I think that can kind of go a long way if you do it like at least once. That's just kind of a rule I've been trying to set for myself at least. So hopefully I can stick to that this semester. Finally, to end off, give us a little glimpse at what your book bag will consist of this semester to give our listeners an idea of what it's like to be a college student. Okay, definitely my laptop. And I'm usually not one for writing notes like handwriting. I usually just take my laptop out. So my backpack's usually pretty light, but I think this semester I'm finally going to listen to all the professors who say it's better to handwrite the notes. It makes you remember it more. So I think I'm actually going to put a notebook in my backpack this year, a notebook, my laptop, and then maybe like a nice ballpoint pen, like the good ones. Oh, and also probably a snack, like a bag of Flaming Hot Cheetos. And then water because it's very important to hydrate and then I like to keep a planner I'm I've never been good at keeping a planner especially like a handwritten one so I've been using notion online it's like notion.com or something I don't know if you google it and it's just really aesthetically pleasing to look at and so when I put all my stuff in there like it makes me want to do it because it looks nice you know I just think that's a really helpful tool of you haven't been one for keeping planners. Like I'm usually a little disorganized, but it's really been helping me. What's the most exciting thing in your planner at the moment? I have an Argo date with one of my friends because we haven't been to Argo in a while. And that's how we became like best friends. Oh, Argo tea is so good. They have cookies there that are like the size of your face. 
I know. And the ladies that work there are so nice. Shout out to the ladies who work at Argo. We miss you. Julia, thank you so much for joining us and giving new students at Fordham tips on how to brave out this new school year. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to see all you in person. Hi, everyone. Today, we're counting down our picks of the top 10 back to school tips at Fordham. At number 10, come prepared with an umbrella slash sweater. New York City weather can be unpredictable, and it's not fun walking around in soggy clothing after rain or shivering in the cold from not layering. Keeping a sweater and umbrella handy will give you the upper hand over Mother Nature. Number nine, stay organized. Keeping things under control in college can be difficult, especially when juggling too many things at once. Having a set schedule and being organized can minimize the stress of being overwhelmed and staying out of the loop. Invest in a planner, set up a spreadsheet on your laptop, or put Google Calendar to use. Trust us. Number eight, make sure you sleep. The big amounts of workload and extracurriculars can fill up your schedule and have you filled up the whole day. It's important to prioritize your health and get the sleep you need so you're fueled for a busy day the next day. Getting that sleep will allow our energy levels to stay on high. Number seven, use your extra time. As you get on with the semester, you'll realize that it becomes harder and harder to find free time. If your professor ends early, use that time to get a head start on something for another class. If you have time to kill in between classes, use it to write a couple of pages for that research paper. Time will be your best friend if you know how to use it wisely. Number six, don't buy every textbook. I know how tempting it is to want to be extra prepared for classes, especially if you get the syllabus before the class even starts. Although the syllabus may say to get the textbooks, sometimes it's better to wait for the professor to read it with you and explicitly tell you to get it before investing in the textbook. College supplies can be expensive, but most of the textbooks or books you need can be found as free PDFs online, making it cheaper for students. Number five, watch out for the elevators. Lowenstein is one big building and the quickest way to getting to class is via elevator. But beware, those elevators can get super packed and may increase the time needed to get to class. The elevators are notorious for getting packed, stopping at every single floor, and going up when you need to go down or vice versa. Number four, Take advantage of the city. As cheesy as it may sound, New York is your campus. Don't be shy to explore it with your new friends and find interesting places to study, eat, or have fun. New York City is a city endless with possibilities that are always at your disposal. Number three, take a trip to Argo. Argo is one of the most wonderful places on campus. Not only do they have great food and coffee, but they also provide a nice location to sit and study and do your own thing. Argo is truly iconic and one of a kind. Number two, get to know your professors slash classmates. Part of the process of integrating yourself into college is getting comfortable with the people around you. Getting to know your professors and classmates for your classes will increase that comfort level and give you new friends and professors who will write you future recommendation letters. And at number one, treasure that syllabus. Each syllabus you receive is a different contract for each class. Read it carefully and don't lose it. Make sure to mark each assignment in your calendar or planner and refer back to it throughout the semester. Without it, it'll make life much more complicated. And those are our top 10 picks for back to school tips at Fordham.
This has been Retrospect. Thank you again so much to Julia for giving us her time and joining us on the podcast today. It was wonderful to hear from her. It's also been really great to experiment with new ideas and techniques and formats on the podcast this summer. We can't wait to expand on these ideas more during the school year. We really hope you enjoyed it. And we absolutely cannot wait to see everyone back at school this year. Can't wait to bring you a new season of Retrospect. And until next time, I'm Kate Galliford. And I'm Diana Silva. Welcome back, Rams.